Welcome to the Freaky Film Club. I'm your spooky host, Jeremy Jordan, and I'm joined with a first-time guest on the Freaky Film Club. Yeah, first time, for sure. Mitch Grande. Mitch Grande, that's me. Yep. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Oh, it's just so great. I'm glad to have you here at our Freaky Film Club dungeon for the first time. Happy to be here. Got to relive a fantastic movie from our past, too. So yes, yes. It's good, that's, a good time. Yeah, if, if people are wondering why we're doing the second one right away as opposed to the first, that's, that is why. We share that memory of, of watching it together. Yeah, exactly. Not just us, too. It was a, our whole friend group. Do you remember... Yeah, the, the. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it became kind of like a long-running gag too yeah. for a while. It yeah, was like, like, well, before we, I, I mean, I look for a good title splicing place, and it's going to be right here. We're talking, of course, about Cube Two Hypercube. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do remember that actually. Uh, yeah. It was a, it was kind of a long running gig because our friends like got to like the point where like at some points like they would actually be like annoyed like you'd bring it up as a joke like how about we watch Hypercube tonight? And they'd be like shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, reached mem status within the uh, the group pretty yeah. quick. But remember because it happened where I saw it on my own and then we were all having like a sleepover or whatever. And I was like telling you about it, and it was on that night, and so we watched it, and everyone hated it except me, <laughs> and maybe you. I don't know how you felt about it, but I. It's not a high grade movie, right? <laughs> I remember being yeah. It's not exactly a high grade movie. I mean, there's some. Well, we'll get into it soon, but but yeah. Um, I just remember being a little confused, and I remember being very struck by the um, zero G sex scene. Yes. That was the one that really tickled me. <laughs> In Interesting fact, choice of words. But <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I wouldn't let it go. I mean, I, I brought it up later. I actually have video recording of us hanging out in the basement uh, when we were like, I don't know, what was, what, when would this have been? Like middle school? I don't know. Older than that, I think. Okay. But, but yeah, we're hanging out in the basement and... We're like trying to describe to one of our friends, I think it was Grace, we're trying to describe that scene. Like, <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? They're having anti-gravity sex. I'm like, well, I took two beady babies <laughs> and just made them start spinning. And I'm like, it was like this, but then they got aged up. <laughs> and then we got into all mess of all, a bunch of other inappropriate stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. It's actually an accurate description. I mean, I'm sure that was a pretty good representation of it. So. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure she was very enlightened by that discussion. <laughs> right, obviously. And she, I'm sure she went off to go see the film right afterwards, too. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, that was my big takeaway, I remember. Um, and yeah, I do remember watching it in the basement on uh, sci-fi. Probably. Something, yeah. 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 And um yeah, like little flashes. Really, what came when it came back to me that I had re- like the scene that really brought me back to the basement. Well, of course the sex, but besides that was when she first meets Sasha, and I'm like, okay, I remember that too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The ending to me was the thing that really like stuck with me because I remember the I don't know talk about it yet, but like the the whole ending part. Like I remember everything that happened, and it like that's the part that I really remember and and uh, really stuck with me. Sure. 
And when we watched it together, we we did watch it all the way through, right? On, on cable, I think so. We tried. Yeah. We we journeyed or rallied. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, did you ever see the first one? No. Okay. No. And you don't really have to, right? I don't think I mean, so. I mean, I understood what happened. Right. right? Yeah. And it's, <laughs> I, oh, I, I actually I read about the first one a little bit, and from what I can tell, the only similarity is that there's people stuck in a cube of some kind. Uh huh. Um, there doesn't seem to, the first one doesn't sound sci-fi even. It's just kind of like a horror thriller type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was reading as well. It was more just like, just torture rooms that are just low tech, right? Yep. But yeah, there's really no connection. We actually, in fact, we find out really, I think, more about the cube's creation in this second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, and they kind of go the route of like, to me, it reminded me of Jason X, where it's like. We got a concept here. Let's just put like shiny stuff over it to make it high tech. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so yeah, Cube Two came out in two thousand two. It was a Canadian film, um, and it was uh, not. Ex- oh, it was a, basically a direct sequel, but in also so you could view it as sort of like a remake of sorts. I mean, it's almost like yeah, like a sci-fi take, yeah, on, on the original, something like that. Yeah, and. Um, Basically, this film starts out with a girl, Becky. We don't really know. It's, I don't think we know it's Becky. I think we see her tag, but I don't know if we can read it or not. Even if there's no context yet, so it doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. And she's just having, like, visions, like flashbacks, and, and, and she goes into, like, a, a zero-G area and gets pulled up, and we're just to assume that she dies. Right. Uh, and I should mention... This film is directed by uh, a, a guy. I'm gonna butcher his name probably. It's but, okay. Uh, Andre Zuzekalas. Z- 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 I don't know, uh, but he is a Polish cinematographer who, who actually worked on a lot of like big films. Uh, he worked with Quentin Tarantino on a lot of his early films, and he directed a bunch of films himself as well as this film and. Uh, I think he must have done the cinematography for it as well. There's some really, there are some cool shots in this film. Like, there's a lot of cool movement. And yeah. uh, we'll talk about that as it gets on. But uh, yeah, I guess important name to bring up. The actors, uh, not so much. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> a lot of them are still, they are still working, but they don't get a lot of work. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after that person gets pulled up, uh, we get the opening credits. And um, some neat effects, I guess. <laughs> the nice thing, though, now is I fast-forwarded through the opening credits. <laughs> I don't have to watch them because it's not on cable. That's so. true, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then after the opening credits, we get um, a quick shot of another dude, I think, who's kind of being tormented, it seems. Or, like, I don't even I remember. No, I think he's just in agony. It's kind of quick. It's right before we we see uh, that other girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we we now meet our our main one of our main characters, Kate. Yep. Who, um, kind of runs into another character here, right? And uh, let's see, this is a this is a, I think one of the areas like right off the bat where you kind of see like some cool movements because like it kind of like. 
I don't exactly remember what's happening, but like it like moves over his face, which is funny because I just watched this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> I did start watching it last night. I should admit, I I fell asleep kind of like at the forty five minute mark, which. I don't know if it's saying something about me just getting older or if it says something about this film, but... A um, little bit of both. I fell asleep at one point during it, too. So, okay. I mean, it's admittedly uh, slow-moving, right? Like, Yeah. It, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so at th- this point, there's, like, some cool movement. And, and um, we're introduced to... Well, I'll just name all the characters right off the bat here. Um, you've got Kate. You've got Simon who ends up being kind of like the unhinged lunatic of the group. Yep. Uh, Jerry, who's sort of like this dork. Yep. Um, Max, who's... I, I kind of wrote that he was like the Kmart version of like Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of is like the slacker, like stonery kind of guy who's like a programmer. Yep, young nerdy look. Yeah. 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 Um, then you've got Julia, who they don't find till like a little bit later. Yep. Uh, and then you've got Sasha, who kind of is found light right away, who is blind. Yep. And um, you've got Mrs. Paley. Paley. Yep. Who is an older lady who seems to be kind of out of her mind. Yes. Yeah. Not kind of. I mean, she's like I mean, pure dementia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, how did I get here? <laughs> She thinks she's on her way to the grocery store type of thing. Right, yeah, yeah. And of, I think we we found that to be quite humorous when we were yeah. watching it yeah. as kids. Uh, even today, still. Even today, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's a good, like, you know, classic thing. Right, yeah, especially when she's getting, like, lifted up. Like, she's like, wee! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so there's all your characters. I'll just probably re- refer to them as their character name and never their actor names. So, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you your due credit. <laughs> <laughs> but what can I tell Maybe you? Maybe you can slice in their actor names at the end here. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I did. I do that sometimes for um, for these. I did this for the sleepaway camp. I'll give a little behind the scenes. Um, I kept referring to one of the character names incorrectly. Mm-hmm. So I just record myself saying it the right way or the right name, and right. I just like splice it in later. Nice. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so um, I believe so. I think the order is Kate runs into Simon first, or maybe it's I think the, it's Jerry, Jerry first. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then then they uh, get separated somehow, and she runs into Sasha. Yep. And then it's revealed. So, and then so, this is where I remember watching it. And Sasha drops a line that would not fly in today's <laughs> modern media. <laughs> okay. Because she's like, I'm just blind. I'm not the R word. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. got a good kick out of that. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, because one of them was talking to her like she, like she was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kate's yeah. like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 And its movie is really not that old. It's like 2002. They're still dropping that, I guess. I mean, I think we, like, we're still, like, as a society, like, that wasn't taboo yet. Sure. At that time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd still love to drop it right here, right now. (laughs) I just know (laughs) the ramifications. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) so they have the little back and forth. Um, And now... Jeez, I write horrible. That's okay. I've got a horrible handwriting. Jer- I wrote Jerry comes up. <laughs> Does he pop up? 
out of a hole. Oh, yeah. So she did meet Simon first. You were right. Kate met Simon first. And the uh, Jerry came in from like one of the, the holes in the bottom. Should we set the scene a little bit? Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So so the all of this takes place in these rooms that are maybe like 10 foot, 12 foot uh, cubes. And there's a door, a little like panel that's maybe two foot across mm-hmm. uh, on each wall. Mm-hmm. And then you can press them and the, they shoot open and then you can climb through. Um, but then the what you find out pretty quickly is that the orientations are different. So like you might climb through one and then like fall out. Like the gravity is different in the different uh, sections. Sure. Yeah. Right. And, the, and all the interiors look identical. Identical. Yeah. 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 And so which, great for production costs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I must love that. <laughs> um, so the, uh, yeah, so Jerry pops up, and they eventually all kind of join up. Yeah, yep. like they all get into the same one. And so we named all the characters, and um, they come across the colonel now, who they're trying to save. Oh, that's how they meet up actually, because like. They're like, help, like, this guy's hanging. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. And yep. so Jerry's holding him, and they all kind of rush to help him, and they do get him down, but it's it's a little too late. But he, he's able to muster, like, they need to, like, um, solve the code to get out. And um, just as, like, they get that information, like, the... Did with some really awesome effects, <laughs> the, the room starts to like close in, like uh, like it's just like a line or something. Yeah, like an interdimensional line is like crossing the room, which yeah. is kind of like wavy looking and weird. Yeah. And uh, the colonel basically stays to die. Yep. And uh, they they escape up out of one of the panels into the next area. So one of the things that hit me is when the colonel before he. Um, dies in that scene he says a few times it can't happen again or not this again or something like that and i wonder if that's a reference to the first one but since we've never seen it yeah you know like maybe he's from the first one or like you know is cognizant of something like if they're in the same universe right yeah yeah that's a good question (laughs) that probably probably does have some connection yeah yeah uh and then they get into the next area and they um, start to try to figure out that they're in a tesseract. Yep. Because the old lady mentions it, and uh, Jerry starts to kind of talk about like interdimensional, fourth dimensional stuff, and it's kind of funny because it does like that. Some of the dialogue sucks in this. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, like we'll just be yeah, like sorry, it sucks. <laughs> the acting isn't the greatest either. So like some some in some instances, you know, bad dialogue can be saved by good acting. But it does on top of the bad dialogue, there's also some pretty bad acting. Yeah, and so like they're doing the lesson part. I thought there was some pretty cringy lines. Like Max is like, "Oh, we're not in school, man. Just like get on." With it. <laughs> And, uh, like, the, one of the problems, I think, with this movie is, besides the other stuff I just named, is, like, the characters, and, like, it's, it's, they're not, like, you don't really connect with a lot of them. Right. It's not, like, like, Kate's pretty cool, and you feel her empathy, you feel like she just, she doesn't want to give up, but, like, the rest of them, I don't know, they're just all, like, just there. Yeah, there's no there's no depth to any of them. Even Kate, she's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. But you're really not given a reason to, like, care about 
if she survives or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's no backstory. There's no like, oh, I have a husband and kids or something. It's just like all you know is what happens in the in the cubes. Right. Much, so. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're having a little bit of a kind of just discussion about what what could be what they're what situation they're in, and um, you also find out that the old woman works for the weapons manufacturer. Uh, Izon. Izon. Thank yep. you. And it's uh, well, we kind of slowly throughout the movie realize there's an Izon connection with a lot of people in yep. this. And uh, um, they find the body in another. They go into another room and they find the body of like a mathematician or something, or like a oh yeah, quantum the, engineer or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a Nobel Prize winning mathematician or something. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's a good. That actually looked good. I thought like there's some decent stuff. Like when they do practical things, like they the makeup on that guy with all the numbers. Yeah, that looked cool. But like yeah. when they do CGI, uh, yeah, no CGI was rough. <laughs> yeah, so. That gives a good. That's a good jump scare. Um, they, they there's another connection to like, the some people know him. And I think this is where it's revealed that the other dude, uh, Max, is a programmer. Yep. And yeah. um, so kind of learn more about that. And they have. Um, I found this to be kind of odd because. Oh, this is cool. Actually, before the odd part, I'm going to mention the. They also see that little parallel universe area where um, the dude gets his head like taken off. Oh yeah, yep. He sees himself die in another like alternate reality type of thing. Yeah, and that's an explanation as to why they saw like multiple watches because Jerry in another universe would have left it behind. Right. Because um, in this one, he's like, I'll only do it if I have to, I think. Right. Yep. And they got so desperate in that one that he did. So there, there's like, there's some cool ideas going on here. Um, that there's just like, it's like, there's, they're not quite, it's not quite together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause they did, you know, it is like a cool play cause it's both alternate realities and it's almost like time travel in a way because of that. But yeah, it's, it's, uh falls apart a little bit yeah <laughs> it falls short rather it doesn't really fall apart it's just yeah yeah it, it's almost they almost could have used like another like 30 minutes 20 30 yeah. minutes maybe to do like maybe build like a sub story of some kind where you know like the time travel alternate reality has more of an impact than just like oh my god my, i died mm -hmm. right? something like that yeah like a, a cartoon cube got me <laughs> <laughs> right uh yeah so they then have um they have a montage oh well max also is like like oh i'll open that i don't believe you i think this is all a hoax and um the other dude convinces him not to and then they move on to another area and now we get into a montage which i thought was kind of weird i mean it's it whatever it moves things along but it was like what we're just like gonna be in a random montage now <laughs> um again not the highest quality movie right but yeah. yeah but it does explain some more things uh because there's some uh, dialogue over the top of this montage where they talk more about i think eyes on i think they talk just about this i think so yeah and then uh let's see uh 
oh, and they also they talk about Alex Trask, um, a superhuman and a super hacker. That's that's also d- talked about during this montage. Uh, and then after that, they're in another room, kind of exhausted, just laying down. Like some people, I think, are actually sleeping. And Simon reveals to to uh, Jerry that he's a private investigator and he's looking for Becky, who is an Izon worker, right? Who was that woman from the beginning? Yep. And uh, they're uh, interrupted by a floating square. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone yep. wakes up, and uh, I mean, what do you think about this scene here? I mean, you know, they needed something that really. Um, brought in like i think action right because it was a you know pretty action-oriented scene but it was just so stupid at the same time right mm-hmm. like a square that turns into like a you know bunch of squares that's spinning around like a um, open lawnmower right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're trying to get away and they you know whatever it um it worked for what it is but it definitely was pretty pretty cheesy yeah yeah, but, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did like how it ended where they discovered that their movement is what like agitated it and caused it to like, you know, get bad and, and hurt them. Um, so it was like kind of a, I guess, neat way to end it at least. But the whole thing could have just not happened. Yeah. Uh, especially because like there's no like you don't see there's no indication that's going to happen. Right. And it's never referenced again either. It's just like a standalone thing, like for no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. And my really only problem with like the non movement thing was like it when they were up against the corner not moving the first time, was there any indication that it was like gonna shrink or stop? Oh, good good call. I don't know. It's like they already stopped moving once before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at that point in the plot <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't important enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But otherwise, yeah, I mean, I do think that was a clever way to, like, okay, that's our way out of here. Yeah. 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 Uh, so then, they, yeah, like, they move on, and, um, oh, and at this, well, we should mention, like, it was just, did we mention they got separated? It was just the two of them in that room with the cube. Um, Jerry. Sasha. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Jerry got, like, mutilated by it. Yep. And so Simon... And they had already found the girl at this point. We kind of t- we mentioned it, but we skipped over it in our main discussion of the plot. Right. But they found uh, Julia, Julia yep. in a random cube. So Max, Julia, and Simon are on the other side somewhere. Yep. And all this chaos is going on with Kate. Oh, no, because they were all in the same room. And then most of them escaped. But Sasha was stuck on the other side because oh. they forgot about her. Yeah. And then Jerry was just too slow. Or yeah. Something. And then Kate went back to get Sasha. Yeah. That's how they, yeah. And there's a lot of Kate having like a back and forth with Simon. Like they beat the shit out of each other a lot in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause she's trying to do the right thing. He's like just trying to survive basically at all costs. Yeah. You know, they're at odds. He's kind of the, kind of an antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, they do escape from the, uh, that cube and, in the next room, oh, and also uh, Mrs. Paley's in there with uh, with them in that other room. And Simon has Mrs. Paley tied up, and he's trying to get answers from her. And obviously, she just she doesn't know. No, she's totally, like, off her rocker. Like, no idea what's going on. Yeah. 
So, of course, this this just sets up this dude to even be more of an asshole. Like, he's willing to do this to an old lady, and he just doesn't care. Right. Uh, Max and Julia watch on in horror, and um, soon, like, these, like, weird quartz things start coming towards them. Like, uh, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> more great effects. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so they're running out of time because obviously it's going to close in. And uh, if Simon does try, I mean, at first, to his credit, he does try to get her uh, free. Yep. But she's, like, kind of holding on to him. And so eventually he just stabs her. Right. Uh, it's worth mentioning he, he brought his own knife to this. Um, so he's got a knife the whole time. And uh, so he stabs her. Uh, Julia and Max are like horrified. They try to get away from him, and uh, Simon goes after them out the same hole, the same like route. But somehow, I didn't really really get this too much because like they're going the same route. But I guess because it's like is it a time thing? They get away from him, and he just sees like their. Oh yeah, that weird where they're like sh- the shadows of themselves type of thing. Yeah, I don't know what that was for. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, that's somehow... So, they got away, basically. He got, like, separated into another area. Yeah. And meanwhile, Kate and Sasha now are on on their own journey, right? <laughs> They're just trying to figure things out. Yep. And... um, Oh, Max. So Max and Julia, now that they're separated, they they see a, a variable time room. Yep. So, like, Max sees Julia speaking really quickly and vice versa. Yeah. So, and he knows, well, of course, I was questioning, like, why would he know right away? But then he talks about it, that he designed the cube thing. Right. Programmed it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he's like, yeah, variable time room. Like, as if it was like, supposed to be a funny one-liner. <laughs> like, oh, you card. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so he, he's revealed to have um, designed it. And prior to that, uh, Simon sees another Jerry. Yep. And it's kind of like implied that he's going to kill him because he's like, I'm really hungry. <laughs> Yeah, like it looks like he was going to kill and eat him. Here's <laughs> yeah. what it looks like, right? <laughs> Which they don't ever actually like sh- show or like like imply it specifically happens. But yeah, it was yeah. kind of an awkward scene. Yeah. I felt like, like it was it kind was, of out of place. It was a really quick turnaround. Like I know he just stabbed that old woman, but now he's like going to cannibalize another Jerry. Yeah, like that's a big jump. Yeah. Because he stabbed her to save himself. Yeah. Which is at least like that's, you know. Um, and then to go from that to I'm going to kill you and eat you being yeah. the application is a pretty big pretty big jump yeah <laughs> so now um, Kate and Sasha see dead versions of themselves from just earlier where they're yep. like all up against the wall so like wow that's a version that did definitely not make it right and um, another cool thing that they did it's like wow like yeah there's alternate things going on here and like they get to like run into that like I, I like that yeah like diverging realities kind of yeah yeah I think it's, it's cool and uh, so now I talked about I talked about this Max revealed that he kind of worked on the concept 
And Julia has a horrible acting moment here. I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's like, Max, this isn't a game or something. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then uh, uh, Julia talks about how she like represented uh, this company. Yep, she was a law- lawyer. Yep. And then um, Simon has gone crazy, kills another Jerry. <laughs> yep. He's collecting his watches as he goes, like trophies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sasha then reveals that she is Alex Tra- Trusk. Yep. And tried to stop the operation, but failed to do so. And I think this was like the only logical place that she could hide. Um, and then uh, Julia and Max, this is where they have just random sex. Like, this really makes no sense because I'm glad. I mean, I loved it as a kid, <laughs> but like they, they would, they, why, why right. just, there's no reason. Yeah. Life or death situation. They're in like some unknown space time thing and they decide to have sex for some reason. I, I wouldn't do it. Right. Right. Like more important things to take care of. Yeah. What? Hey, whatever. Some people. Yeah. You gotta have it, I guess. Um, so now uh, Simon finds another Becky and kills her too. And uh, like you said, how how he's collecting the watches, he also collects the um, the ID badges. Yep. I always I thought that was cool too. Um, and uh, Kate is just refusing to give up. She sees the corpses of Alex and Julia in one of the things. Yep. And then again, she sees uh, um, the thing that Simon saw earlier where, like, she sees an alternate version of herself get her head taken off. Oh, yeah. And then eventually she uh, runs into Simon. And this is cool. So she first, first the hatch opens. She stabs Simon in the eye. Oh yeah, yep. And because they're like face to face, right on this hatch, and he tries to attack her, mm-hmm. and she kind of overpowers him and stabs him in the eye with his own knife. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so then he falls back into the thing, and then he pops out of another one, and he is now an older. There's an older version of himself with like a missing eye. Yep. He's like, I've been waiting so long to get revenge <laughs> for this. <laughs> yeah. So again, like another cool concept. Yeah, great wow. idea. Yeah. yeah, like a play on time, and yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, and that actually looked good too. Like they aged him up and gave him like the gray hair, and uh, yeah, and the cool. wound for his eye was like good and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he gets behind Sasha, holds her hostage, uh, and he's cased like just like take me instead, and then somehow he like what Sasha is like doesn't even matter anyways, and then he just kills her then yep um then kate the way that i think she's able to take him out is by going through another one and coming out the other side right she like falls on him like by by going around yeah like jumps on him yeah so kind of like a little precursor to portal (laughs) (laughs) something like that uh but uh so she gets on top and then um basically just 
stabs him again, right? With his own mind? I don't remember exactly, honestly. I think that's... <clears throat> I think that's what happens. Because <laughs> uh, it kind of happens, like, off-screen. You don't really exactly see it, I don't think. But, like, I think she manages, like, twist it, twist his arm over or something and, like, stab himself with his own right. thing. Um, so, yeah, he dies. She figures out the code by looking at the watches and figuring out it's that's the time that the, the whole thing is going to implode. Yep. But, like, weird how she put together, like, okay, I just have to jump out of this specific hatch just before it implodes. I don't know how you put that together after you figured out the code. <laughs> it's a pretty big leap. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But they, it worked. So it had more great effects as the cube implodes. Yep. I mean, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't. If I was watching this in 2002, Two? yeah, yeah. It, it was okay. Yeah, not laughably bad for, for back then, but it, it didn't age well. No. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she jumps out and... Then she just wakes up in this water inside of like a weird factory looking place. Yep. And there's a line of people in front of her and uh, two armed uh, guards come and pick her up, bring her over to like this scientist. And oh, and and before she jumps out, she she grabs a necklace off of Alex. Yep. And uh, Sasha still. Sasha. But Alex. Yeah. Yeah. And the necklace has, like, data on it. And uh, so she hands that over to this scientist. And uh, she's like, uh, thank you or whatever. I don't even know. They exchange a few words. Yep. And then he uh, takes a gun out and shoots her. Yep. And uh, it, then he says, phase two terminated. And credits. So what do you think about that? <laughs> The ending or the whole thing? Well, let's go with the ending first. Okay. So it was um, tough. Like, you know, so so there wasn't really a serious twist, it felt like, because he kind of knew through the whole movie that it was, uh, you know, four-dimensional cube. Um, and you kind of assume it's eyes on, you know, some sort of like research type of thing. Um, and I guess the, the only real shocker is that they kill her um, at the end. Like, it was just a bit of a surprise, but also not surprise. Everyone else died at yeah. this point. So, um, so I don't know. I mean, not um, not awful, but not really great either, right? Like, a little, little bit of a letdown, I'd say, overall. Sure, yeah. I, I think it goes back to, like, the whole, like, just, like, fleshing things out a little more could have gone a little further with it. And, like, they wanted us to have, like, a, oh, when really, like you said, it was more of, like, well, we weren't really that shocked. We knew already about Aizan. Is that right? Aizan? I think so, yeah. And we knew, like, they really, they revealed quite a bit through all the character stuff and, and the... The, the Kate thing, yeah, okay, but like we don't care enough about her, right? To to be like, oh no, not Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was just left a lot, and like eyes on. They should have made them like make them even like scarier, like right. like. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how. I can't pitch you. I mean, they already made him shadowy. What else could you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) What can you do? (laughs) Um, But I did read that it was an alternate ending where 
Kate still dies, but they t- now instead they say like it was a they linked the government in somehow, and then there was like one other thing that they show, but uh, that still probably wouldn't have been enough. I yeah. think that they just needed to like just tell more. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, that's that's the film. That's Cube Two. Um, what uh, do you have a hell yeah moment? Ooh. Um, I think when Simon starts going crazy and just killing people, it's kind of um, like a psychological moment where it's like, I think he realizes that because there's alternate realities, there's like no um, harm even in killing people because there's just one version of them out of some infinite number. And so he's just kind of like, I mean, he's like, you know, a lunatic by this point in the movie, but... Um, you know, it's like there's also this moment where it's like he's there's more Jerry's as many, no matter how many he kills, there's going to be more. So yeah. it doesn't really matter either. Yeah. That's okay. Cool. Right on. Yeah. I actually had a very similar hell yeah moment because um, I wrote, um, I, I liked Age Simon. I, okay. It's yeah. like the very, just seeing Simon, like like his descent and, and uh, how he had like the trophies. And, yeah. And just his, I mean, yeah, like a lot of the stuff you mentioned, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing about the movie is like it had a lot of good plays and like cool concepts. Like, like Simon, you know, there's this implication that he's been in there for 20 years. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're getting somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then the whole thing, like, it's just such a, you know, obviously has other problems, but like there are some really cool things like that throughout. Yeah. So what about a, a final rating? Um, nostalgia factor, 8 out of 10. Okay. Right? Including nostalgia, I'll give it an 8 out of 10 total. Realistically, like if I just watched it today, I'd give it maybe a 5 out of 10, you know? Sure. Like it's really, again, it's got some cool concepts. It's not like, it's not, it's kind of a bad movie. But like it's got enough cool concepts, I think, that makes it interesting enough to kind of see and like, you know, you want to see how it ends and they like, kind of see how it all comes together. But at the same time, you know, yeah. it's got problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I gave it a uh, 2.5 Tesseracts out of 5. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just think, yeah, like it's like uh, cool stuff going on. Like. I love that I can always think about this movie in terms of our, our childhood and then like this, this, some stuff will always make me laugh. Yeah. And, um, there's really cool moments. I like, I like the, some of the shots. There's like cool angles. There's like cool movements going on, but yeah, the acting leaves a lot to be desired and, and there just needs to be more. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I do look forward to watching the first one at some point in life. Maybe we'll maybe we could do another freaky film club on it. Yeah, that's kind of an, a, a re- reoccurring thing here. We we uh, like Colin and I. We did My Bloody Valentine 3D first, and then we went back and did the original. All right, yeah. Because um, it was another be- like our ch- like kind of childhood thing. So we were right. like, oh, we'll just do this one first. Right. Um, but there's yeah. a Cube Zero too, which Ooh. is a prequel, right? It's a trilogy, and there's a, a prequel. Which, cool. No idea if it's related story wise, but you know. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, we got our work cut out for us. Yeah, two more. <laughs> we can do it. All right, man. Well, thank you for being on the show. Of course. 
And, uh, well, stay scary. Yeah, you got it.